All right. Welcome back to The Rock Fight, where we speak our truth, slay sacred cows. We sometimes agree to disagree. Justin Hausman is back with us today. How are we doing, Justin? Uh, we are doing very good on this. Uh, it's a Friday morning afternoon, actually, as we're recording. Yeah. Pretty Days flying by. About that, right? Yeah. Life life is flying by, but, <laughs> you know, it's Friday, so it's good. We're doing good. So we're going to talk about outdoor parent stuff, and we, we did took a pass at this. So we tried to do this as kind of its own episode, but the topic is too rich. And so every so often we're going to pick off sort of an outdoor parenting topic. And you and I are going to get very self-righteous as parents <laughs> of outdoors <laughs> pursuits and get very holier than thou. And then we'll try and draw some conclusions. But well, today I want to, yeah, we, we are, are experts. experts. I mean, technically we go yeah. outside. Yes. We have kids. We I mean, as far as you know, those are the two requests. <laughs> So we're going to start with some outdoor endurance parents, uh, talking about outdoor endurance parents. The reason I wanted to start there was, so last week I was in Utah uh, bikepacking and ooh. we had this, <laughs> a boo, boo bikepacking. No, 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 ooh, I was, oh, I was, oh, listen to you. I was, I was pretty hardcore, you know? Yeah. And there was a family out there and they flew by my companion, my, my mid forties companions and I. And among their group was a was a, they had a daughter who we chatted with them. Turned out like she was eleven, and they also had a fifteen year old, and and they were just crushing. And this was on a trail that is, you know, if you're a regular mountain biker, it's no problem. Um, but it's steep and it's loose, and especially if you have stuff on your bike like a, you know extra water and gear, it was it was not it was challenging. It was challenging to ride, and um, not the most challenging tra- trail ever ridden, but definitely not the least challenging either. <laughs> And the reason I want to talk about it is because, like, the immediate knee-jerk reaction from some of my, uh, you know, uh, buddies who were with me was, "Oh man, that's that's so cool, man. That's that's badass. You know, like, like that's that's so hardcore, right? Of kind of the the family being out there with the little kids, and immediate like jealousy, especially from some of the other parents who were there. And I don't know if I'm just a dick, uh, but my my was like my response was more, "Is it though?" Um, and only because I know how hard it is to ride what we were riding and what it, what you have to do in order to do that. And I'm thinking of my two 12 year olds who I have at home. And if I had taken them out there, it would have probably destroyed them. It would have destroyed them. They had no frame of reference to do what I was doing. And so to, in order to gain that frame of reference, to be able to ride it competently, that's a lot of bike riding. That's a lot mm-hmm. of your life being out there on the trail and riding. The parents were clearly endurance athletes. You can just tell by the way they were dressed. It was a big spandex crowd. Uh, very friendly. It was great. I'm trying not to look look down on them. And if, hey, if you're listening to this podcast, because it is a small world that we're all in, like, I, I'll love to have a conversation with you. But I don't know. It kind of brought up the question in my head of, like, what is the right way to go about this? How much of your personal interest as an outdoorsy person do you... I don't want to say force on your kids, but at least expose your kids to. And you know, these are the questions. I think when we're all about to have kids, I mean, you, I'll be curious to see what you think. My, I definitely anticipated like, oh man, I'm going to definitely go outside with my kids and they're going to be the most hardcore outdoorsy kids ever. And over time, I sort of kind of that evolved for me into, I just want to kind of expose them to this world and let them kind of make their own decisions about what they want to do with their time, uh, knowing that there's going to be certain things that you know, we're going to do as a family. And outside of that, you know, they need to find their own way. So I guess I'll turn it over to you. Like what, you know, when I, when you hear my story and you hear some of these examples, like what's your, what's your knee jerk reaction? Is that cool? Am I, am I, am I being a dick? I would sort of assume that it, it comes down to 
what your expectations were as a parent going in, like what your kids yeah. are going to do. Also, you said these are like super endurancey people. So they, that, they appear to be. Yeah. And so that I'm guessing too, then, then that's like a whole different level of like alpha, uh, outdoor commitment and, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, lifestyle that I, I don't really have, you know, I'm happy to be like fit enough to do what I want to do, but I don't do things just for the sake of having good endurance. So that, which is like a wildly different world. And one that I tend to think, uh, shapes a lot of how you view like yourself and the world and sort of that kind of thing. So having said all that, I, it's kind of a cop-out, but it's probably like a case by case thing, right? Like sure. if, yeah. if, um, you know, it's entirely possible these parents were like super thoughtful about it and we're like, we don't, you don't have to come with us if you don't want. And the kid was like, no, I want it. You know, like, yeah. And, 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 and like maybe the parent or maybe the parents didn't really want them to, maybe the parents were like, you know, this will be our thing and not your, I mean, it's hard to know, but I think like, if we want to, if we want to sort of like play the game where you sort of assume that they kind of, you know, were like coaching their kid into being like what they are, you know, like, a like super the Earl hardcore. Woods of mountain bikers out here <laughs> for you know? sure. You know, then it's like, yeah, th- th- then it starts to get a little, well, you know, w- w- what's going on here. But I think for me, um, you know, I have all these, my kids are still young enough to where they can't really do anything. You know, my, my oldest turns four pretty soon. And the yeah. other one is, is not one yet. So like, they, I mean, what I'm, I'm amazed I can, that my oldest can ride a bike at all. You know I mean? I couldn't ride a bike at, at, at three and a half. Right. So, um, you know, I'm not really at that stage yet, but I can tell you that I don't give a shit what they do. Like I, I already can tell right now, I do not care if they care about camping. Like I really don't, you know, um, or, or any of the things that I like to do outside. So, I, th- the last thing I'm ever going to do is end up pushing them to do anything like what you're describing like at all. Now, having said that, it's entirely possible that in 10 years, or I guess in, in like six years, when my oldest is roughly the same age as that girl you saw, that she'll be kicking my ass on trails. I mean, it's possible. Right. But it will be that something that she decided to do on her own, not something that I've that I've pushed on her. And I think part of that for me and I think there's probably a lot of parents that are that that might not want to admit this, but I, I'm kind of too selfish. Like I don't really, I don't really want to take my my daughter with me on things if I don't have to. You know, like I, you know, it's coming up to be summer for us, and and my wife kind of gives me a few weeks to kind of get out and do what I want to do. And I'd love to go camping with the family once or twice, but the rest of the time I want to be by myself. Like it's it's my it's me time. And so um, I don't really, I'm not ready to sacrifice like a week of fly fishing to like take my daughter to a nearby lake and like kind of show her how a fly rod works, you know, like I don't get that much time. She wants to figure that out. She can figure it out. <laughs> well, I assume at some age you're going to want to do that. Right. She probably yeah, just not there yeah, yet. yeah. Yeah. I mean, and if she expresses interest, of course, and like, yeah, obviously I will always, you know, if she, daddy, can you show me how to fish? Like I'm all, you know, I crumble at that point and do whatever she wants. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, for the most part, yeah, like I, I'm kind of too selfish about it. So I don't know. I mean, I have friends who are like little league parents and they're like, yeah. their boys are good at baseball. And like, I have no idea if those kids even like baseball, you know, like it, it it's, it's tough, man. I mean, I don't know. Well, how there is a fine separate. line. I, you know, there, there's definitely, like I said, they're like at the beginning of, you know, there's going to be things you're going to have to do. Like we are going to go do some of these things, whether you want to go or not. And we, yeah. and we play that game every day. It's like, Oh, like, we're all going for a bike ride. The one says, I don't want to. It's like, well, you're gonna, you know, yeah, and we're so all there's, going, you have to go. Yeah. Right. I guess the thing that made me pause here was I would imagine for what for the family to be able to do what we were riding, probably those kids were riding as long as, you know, as old as your daughter is when they probably totally. started. Yeah. And and again, I you make a really great point. I don't know these people. Maybe they were, you know, it could be completely sincere and they were like, no, 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 we're not going to go do that. And the kids were pushing them. That is an absolute possibility. My only favorite reference is watching my kids 
and saying, what are they into? And knowing how hard it would have been to take them out and do that stuff. And, but you're also to your point, like, yeah, am I being, am I being selfish? Am I be, am I the one right now is my negative reaction more because I don't want to put in the work that these parents clearly totally. did. I right? mean, I can see that. Yeah. Just feeling kind of envious that like, you know, one, that you didn't, that you didn't uh, like start a training program early or something like that. Right. Maybe. If I'm leaning one way, I think it's not that the kids were a willing participants only because the response of my peers, right? That's so cool. That's so badass, right? There's a, there is an element to sort of like the, the, the hardcore thing that you and I have talked about before, I think is at play here. You know, maybe some of those rides when the kids were little are, hey, we're going to go do this as a family. This is what we do. And then that's, you know, just the kind of the way it is. But I also kind of feel like it's part of the parent's responsibility to expose your kids to yeah. the entire world, right? Totally. I think that... And if you're growing up in a rural, you know, deserty area and all you guys do is ride bikes, that's fine. But I just think you know, like you have more of a responsibility than to find ways to show your kids the rest of the world and not just make them ride bikes every weekend, too. Um, again, I am admitting this is completely unfair. I don't have all the information, but I just feel like as a parent, we wrestle with these things all the time. Like mm -hmm. to your point, like I'm sure you're, yeah, your knee jerk is. I don't want to go do that. I don't want to sacrifice my time, but I guarantee you that there's been times when you've been out there where you maybe have a little feel like a guilty parent, like, oh, I should probably be home with my kids. Oh, right yeah. Now too. I mean, I, I talk big, but it's like I'm gone for two days. And I'm like, I got to come home. I miss the girls. You know, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm just, I, you know, one of the things that I wonder about is like, okay, well, let's say, let's just say, for example, that, uh, you know, maybe these, like, you know, maybe there are kids whose parents have decided, okay, look, if we don't bring you with us on these things, you're just going to sit home and play Minecraft all day. And so we're not going to have that. Like, you're going to come out, you're going to be with us. Like, I can't say that that's bad, you know, like that's right. like, like a good thing. And, uh, you know, with the parent strategies today, of just kind of letting your kids sort of navigate a lot of stuff on their own, you know, kind of decide who you're going to be and what you want to be and all these kinds of things. I mean, I think that's all well-intentioned and everything, but mm -hmm. sometimes I would do wonder, like maybe there's an element of like making kids do things they don't want to do, uh, that's really good for them, you know? And like, if it just oh, sure. so happens that that thing is what you like to do and it's like, yeah, I'm too tired. I don't really enjoy this. And you kind of say, well, tough shit. That's how life is. You know, maybe that's not a bad thing. I don't really well, know. I so, don't What sucks is you don't find out until when do you ever know if you made the right call? <laughs> you know, like when, when they're grown up and they have perspective and they can tell you, oh, that yeah, was pretty good. Fuck you, dad. You know? That sucked. Yeah. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's just, it's just, it's also, it's also hard to know like what kids can even do, you know, like my, yeah. one of my closest friends has a son who's, I think he's, I don't think he's 11. He's, or he might be 11. I don't know. So 10, 11, right around there. And he hasn't been riding a mountain bike that long. And when we first started going on rides, he'd, he'd tag along and we'd wait as we climbed hills and stuff. And now that, sure. that kid climbs way faster than I do. Like, unless, right. it's, you know, on like, at least on like regular fire roads and stuff like that, like they have, he'll have to wait for me. Um, yeah, look, I'm, I mean, if, if this, could be a, this could be this could be the family. Maybe they're just the Uber athletes. And then one day we're going to see you seeing these kids at the Olympics, you know, ripping around on mountain bikes. But I also feel like 10 years from now, these kids might hate mountain bikes and be like, screw you, mom and dad, for making me go mountain biking during my youth when I wanted to sit home and play Minecraft. Well, there's a there's a reason <laughs> that there's a reason that people get kind of squeamish about like overly involved little league parents and stuff. Right. I mean, yeah, like, there's no reason to think that doesn't happen, too, with outdoor sports. Uh, you know, I'm sure it's, you know, it's. it's you know, I, 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 I tend to snicker at like when you'll be out somewhere and you'll see kids that are wearing like super expensive, really fancy clothes and maybe they match and you uh -huh. know, you're like not doing anything important. You're not like at like a wedding or anything. You're just out and about, you know, and it's like, okay, well, these are, these kids are fashion accessories for the parents, you know, clearly. Yeah. 
And right. I think a lot of times that kind of thing happens with outdoor stuff too. You know, I mean, I think the first time I ever saw anything like this or thought about it was my wife and I were backpacking way before we had kids. And um, we used to love to go to this place called, um, well, there's a couple of Kennedy Meadows, but this is the Northern California Kennedy Meadows, um, just kind of West of Sonora Pass. Mm-hmm. And there's a beautiful area that you can hike back into. It's about seven miles. You're up at like, I don't know, seven, 8,000 feet. It's not crazy high, but it's not like a, you know, it's, it's a long way, you know, seven miles one way is you're humping pretty good. Sure. And um, we second or third time we, we went there, uh, there was a like a little family with a baby that was just crawling like out, you know, at the end of it, um, it had a little like mosquito net tent set up for the baby and the baby was in it. And we're both like, Oh, that's so cute. And then I was just like thinking about, you know, how that would definitely be me, you know, if we had to have, if we have kids someday, I'm like, there's no doubt that we're going to do that. But strangely at no point has that occurred to us actually as parents, (laughs) (laughs) not once at no, not once have we been like, you know what, let's figure this out. Like let's, we were pretty hardcore into backpacking, but we never, not even once. And so, you know, I don't know why that is. It just, it always seemed like it wasn't really worth the effort. So I don't know. I just feel like at a certain point, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know if there's like a right answer here. Oh, I don't think there is. I don't think we're going to come to some c- conclusion here. I think, I think if for, for the family I observed, there's probably black or white one way or the other of that. Wow. This family is all in on this together. The kids love it. The parents love it. And this is just what they do. Maybe the parents weren't even endurance people before. Now they all are whatever. Maybe the kids got them into it. That could be it. Or it could be that the parents were hardcore. This is what we do. And the kids now go along because they have to, I think it's probably one of those two options, but I think, you know, I, when it, for me, it comes down to, this is how I view the world when it comes to children. I feel like your role is to get people ready. These people ready for the world. You're having children, children, they're going to leave one day. So my thing is to be like, okay, this is what the world's about. This is how you survive in it. Yes, there's a lot of negativity, but guess what? There's an equal amount of positivity too. And now you're 18. I turn you loose into the world. You're well-rounded. You've experienced a lot of things. As much as I love going in the outdoors to the point where I have my own outdoor-focused podcast, I think it's just as important that I take my kids to other countries and New York city and San Francisco, yeah. all the places, right. And have these experiences. I think going to the movies and all you know, this kind of stuff, exposing them to art is as important as saying, Hey, here's, this is what it's like up in the mountains or at the beach. Right. Those, mm-hmm. I think that is, that is a, cause that it just, you know, the world is not just one thing. And I think the, the risk you have when you, even if it's outdoorsy related, which is generally speaking, um, you know, a positive in most people's lives, the risk is if this is all you do, like you're kind of cutting out so much of the rest of the world. And it makes it really hard, I feel like, to form an opinion about or or a way to operate in the world. I mean, if, you, if you're going to go and try and get a job and all you've known is like mountain biking and backpacking, like it's like, uh, you know, how do you relate with other people? I don't know. So it's just I think that's sort of the risk that uh, I feel like that's what's at risk here. And that's kind of like the approach I take. And that's kind of what was triggering me a little bit is like to get where these people are. This must must be all that they do, right? Like it's, so, yeah, like it's, it seems manipulative or or otherwise, you know, it, uh, like harsh or something like that to the yeah. kids, right? So there's a I can't remember which book it is, but um, do you know who Daniel Quinn is? He wrote Ishmael, that that crazy book about like the gorilla that that can talk. No. You know what I'm talking about? You could be making this up right now. It's a, it's a, it's kind of it's kind of an important like environmental book. Um, it's actually pretty good. But okay. anyway, at one point the um. The, uh, the one of his books he wrote a few he's talks he's talking about how like the school system is totally screwed up yeah and how in other countries 
well, not so much now, but or, or perhaps it happens now, but kind of his, you know, his, historically and like prehistorically, kids just were with the parents. Like that, there was right. no like separate thing where the kids were sequestered off during the day to, you know, learn on their own. Like they just learned with the parents. And there is something to me that's kind of cool about that, right? That like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to wake up today. I'm going to, um, you know, obviously it's boring if you're just watching me on a computer all day, but you know, if it's my day off and we're going to go out somewhere, okay, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to go surf. So you're coming with me. And after that, I'm going to go to the store. You're coming with me. After that, we're going to, I'm going to go for a mountain bike. You're coming with me, you know, like all right. those sorts of things. And, you know, idea being and what this guy kind of argues in the book is like that's that's always been how we prepared kids for for life like as adults you didn't you didn't give them their own like curriculum to sort of learn there's no autonomy apart from you you know yeah. like it was they, they just they did what you did you know and so like i think there's a lot to that but it's but it's you know it's it's hard to separate like you know, I don't. I don't know. I tend to think the first time my my kids express any sense of discomfort, they're like, okay, we should stop doing that because you're uncomfortable now. And so if I took my when I take my daughter out on bike rides, as soon as she's like, Dad, I'm tired, we just turn around. But like, I don't, is that good? That might not be good. Maybe she should be pushing through it. I never. I didn't learn that shit until I was way older. You know. Well, and this is the the, the case we made for for these folks, right? Because you know exactly. And in, in, in my situation, I have three kids. So we have put ourselves now in a situation where the, one is always going to be unhappy, no matter what we're doing. And this yeah. has been proven out now over yeah. since we've had three for going on 13 years. So I have pretty good sample size. So like we're doing a family hike. You're like, hey, we're going to go hiking tomorrow. Well, easy hike, three miles to a waterfall. It's going to be great. Not even in the mountains, right? It's just like along a little river, like 40 minutes from home. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's great. And then there's one. I don't want to do that. Right. And then that's where the, well, we're doing that. Yeah. And yeah. then, but then now, especially as we approach, approach the teenage years, you know, we had then the one who says, I don't want to do that. Well, they do everything they can to make sure everyone is as miserable as possible the awful. entire time. And it's just, that's just, you know, and my wife and I are like, well, do you need that third? Doing. Do you need that third child? Do you? <laughs> I just like, you could sell it on eBay, doing make some money, good? Yeah. you know? Um, and so, and it, look, I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it's not that far off. I mean, that Probably typically not. is what happens, right? And yeah. just like, it's pretty rare, I feel like, that we're all on the same page. Uh, and so, like, actually, last night we went to the movies. We all wanted to go to the movies. It was like, all right, win. We all we all wanted to do this one. Um, and so, but so, but to the, the point being is that the, we get to make practice our chops of making somebody do something they didn't want to do fairly regularly and having that conversation of like, mm -hmm. hey, when you go out in the world, you're not always going to be happy. You're not always going to get your way. And sometimes you have to learn how to suck it up. You know, here's a six pack of suck it up, crack it open, you know, kind of thing. And well, it so shouldn't take, it shouldn't take like a multi-day bikepacking trip to learn that lesson either, you know. <laughs> but so that to my point, it's like I'm I these are my experiences I've had with my with my kids who I feel compared to compared to this family, obviously, probably not as many backcountry experiences, but compared to most families, we go outside a lot. They all have we all bike, we surf, we do all these things. We go camping multiple times. We've done river trips, all these things. And I and unless the I, I sometimes you do crumble. Sometimes you do say like, like your daughter's like, I want to go home. You're like, OK, then you turn around and you go home like there's it's hard not to do. It's hard to do the hard thing sometimes, even as the parent. You know and how so messed just... up it would be if you if I, I would intervene if I was on like a bike ride like there's a spot where you like to take the girls um that's pretty flat-ish nearby redwood trees yeah. rivers it's gorgeous you know the so the older one can ride on her bike and then one of us rides a bike with a bike seat for the little one um and so like I said she'll she she'll at a certain point be like that's it I can't really go any further or we'll sense that she's tired right. we'll turn around if we were out there and I saw like some dad 
on his like crouched down to his knees, like telling his son or his daughter, like, nope, you got, you got to suck it up and push on. Like we got to, you know, <laughs> I'd be like, dude, what are you doing? Like, I'd, yeah. I, I, you know, like, like that would be the lamest thing. Like, right. I'd be like the guy yelling at like an ump at little league or, 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 or whatever, yelling at a coach for taking his kid out of the game. I mean like that, at that point it becomes, you know, like counterproductive, I suppose. But so, yeah. Yeah. I, but there are those moments when like your kid is like a, a dead fit, you know, a, just gone limp at the ski resort and you're trying to get back and you're just like, grab them by like well, their yeah. coat jacket. Yeah. And you're just like, Oh my God. And you, and you know that everyone looking at you thinks you're the worst parent oh, yeah. in the world, but anyone who's yeah. been there is like, I got you, buddy. Totally. I know, I know how you feel. It's amazing how those cries at a certain, those screams and cries. Like I was walking by some woman the other day, bringing her kid out from daycare. And it was amazing yeah. to watch the little girl go from look what I made blah, 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 to just like shrieking about not wanting to take her shoes off in the car or something. And the mom like go from like, it's oh, okay, honey, I'm sorry. Blah, blah, blah. Finally, we're done. We're done. And just slamming doors. It's right. Just, but it's also funny to hear like that, that sort of crying, shrieking sound. And, and, you know, years ago that would have seemed like, I don't know, unpleasant. And I don't now it just like just bounces right off you. It's very right. nice. Well, and I think the the other thing, and I had this conversation with with one of my friends after we had this uh, experience with with this family, is that you know when it comes to the outdoors, what are the values you're trying to instill in your kids, right? And he was telling me about how he took his oldest son, who's probably ten or ten or eleven, backpacking, and how the entire time it was it was about like we're going to go find a pond to fish in, and we're going to look at this, and it became. You know, some of it was definitely distraction techniques to keep the kid happy and everything because like try to ignore the tougher parts of what they were doing. But then also it's like, you know, showing him like the the beauty, why we go out here. Right. It isn't just to go out and suffer and and then camp in the woods. Like otherwise it's like, why do we do this? You know, my bed's pretty cool. Like, why, why, why are we doing it? This is horrible. So. And I said to him, like, well, you're the values you're instilling there is the appreciation for nature and the natural world. And like, hey, we're going to go outside and see these amazing things and look at the stars and look at look at the whether you catch anything or not. But you're sitting at a lake and there's stuff running around. I remember taking my kids um, camping at a lake when they were little and there was just like all these frogs that just hatched. And everyone's like running around catching little frogs and everything like that. It was so cool, you know, versus the endurance side of things. And I've done endurance sports. And the kind of sit and grind and run and everything like that. And I just, I, I can't imagine taking my young kids out to do those things with me. We've done runs, we've done bike rides, but to say, we're going to go do a 30 mile bike ride to my 11 year old up and down, you know, 4,000 feet of climbing, man, I don't know. That's a, that's a tall order. So that's also yeah. kind of what gives me pause. That's for the parent. I mean, at that point, that's, that's for the parents. I mean, a kid's not gonna, there's just, there's not a kid on earth that's I, I mean, I feel relatively calm. Get mad at me. I don't care if you want to out there, listeners. But like, there's not a kid in the world that wants to really do that. You know, that that's a that's got to be for the parents. All right. So we're we're gonna say that screw these people. They're doing it wrong. <laughs> no, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, maybe their kids capable of doing it. But I mean, nobody like that's no kid really wants to do that, do they? I mean, I, I don't know that my daughter takes. I mean, granted, our kids are different ages, but like, I don't know that my daughter gets anything more out of being, you know, in Yosemite than she does in my backyard. You know, she like, does she it probably. There's a bird, right? a worm is a worm. She doesn't give a shit, you know. Like so, like at this point, any any sort of training we're giving the kids is so that they won't go nuts when we announce we're going camping. You know, it's like, are you? Uh, here's what a tent is like. Here's what it's yeah. like. When you, I mean, they they get so fired up. Like I, I, I'm taking a break to do this podcast from like leveling out my backyard, which is gonna take me two days of just pure misery just so i can put up this like giant tent that we're going to keep up all summer so we can just go in there and like that's i'm cool. sure i'll camp with my daughters a bunch in the backyard you know and so like, yeah that she does not that's just as cool to her she does not know when we're in anywhere different you know so but she's prepared and now like if we go when we go actual camping in real cool places this, this summer you know she'll she'll be even more prepared than uh than normal and hopefully i'll you know she'll learn how to not wear shoes in the tent all these kinds of things so that's kind of how i think about it 
But yeah, um, and again, look, these yeah. kids could be the next great thing and just like naturally have like oversized lungs and hearts and just can absolutely go up there and crush and have been able to do so since they were little. I just, you know, my experience doing endurance sports, it's a lot of time, a lot of like long days to be able to do this kind of stuff. And yeah, my experience, the same as yours. I can't imagine, I can't picture again, having two kids the same age as their one. Uh, wow. What it would have taken to get my kids to go do what we did last weekend. I mean, we you know, we had five guys all in their mid forties. We're definitely a little bit older, but all fit, relatively speaking. Well, so, do you, you know? wish that? Do you wish that that would have happened? I mean, do you wish that when you, you know your your because your old how old are your your oldest daughters? What, like I have 17 a seventeen year old and two twelve year olds. I mean, do you, do you wish that like in the last few years, like you and them had gone on thirty mile bike rides? I mean, no. Is that something? I mean, like. <laughs> That's the thing is it, some people probably do, you know, like, I guess, I don't yeah. know. It doesn't, it truthfully, it doesn't matter to me. Like it really doesn't, you know, like if I teach my daughter everything I love to do and she's like, you know what, dad, I don't like any of that. I really just want to do whatever, you know, dance. I'm like, okay, great. Like I just, you know, we talked before about how not, both of us kind of discovered this, this world late in life anyway, yeah. you know, and it didn't yeah. really, it didn't, I'm not any worse for it. So like, I'm not going to like, I don't feel like my kids will be missing out if they're not fishing on their own at 16, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, I may, I might be kind of dancing around my true opinion is because I know that like the outdoor community is pretty sensitive to stuff. I, I just feel like if, if, if I'm boiling it down to, it feels like this is what the parents wanted to do. And they're like, well, we're not going to, we're not going to alter what we want to do. You have to adjust to us as the young kids. That's kind of what it felt like to me. Well, and, and also I, I do, I do think there's probably a little bit of like, uh, even you know i don't know if envy is the right word but like questioning like oh well maybe i maybe i fucked up maybe i should have pushed my kids to do these things with me and now they'd be really good at it and now yeah you know like there's probably a little bit of that because i'd feel i think i'd feel that way you know if i you know if i you know go do i don't know do something cool this summer and i see like a dad with this girl who's like 10 or something and she's like good already at fishing or something those are that'll probably sting a little bit you know think oh man i haven't taught my daughter how to do any of this yet like but at the same time, that's selfish. That's just, that's a judgment. That's, that's thinking about like me, not my kid, you know? That's kind of what I'm getting at. It's it just it yeah. feels like this is, that's your thing, especially because like, cause I have those moments too. And it's because I want my kid to be like me. And yeah. it's also exactly. like, not, I'm not, am I considering the, you know, how artistic my children are and how you know, musical they are and these other things that they've, and they have played team sports and those experiences while they are now kind of over, they've kind of moved that phase in their life, but have been valuable. And it's like, okay, well, if they hadn't had those, you know, what, what is it? How does that change where, how they are as an adult? If they had yeah. just been out there you know, grinding on a bike or running or whatever. So yeah, I don't know. Like, like we said at the beginning, I don't really see any sort of big conclusion we're going to draw here. I think the point of having some of these conversations well, is being reflective, right? I mean, yeah. like, like, like think about it before you do it. I mean, I, um, I, it's, it's, it's harder for me too. Cause I, you know, I grew up as an only child, mm -hmm. um, with a single mom who was gone all the time. So anything I know how to do, I taught myself for the most part. And so like, I, I kind of have like a little bit of a, um, chip on my shoulder about that kind of thing, you know? So, you know, like I didn't learn how to surf until I was probably about, I don't know, 14, 13 or mm -hmm. 14. And like, I taught myself and like, that's already too old really. I mean, like to have like the, world-class ability level you have to start when you're like five or six i mean if, if you, you want to go be a pro surfer you're saying it's well, yeah or just be like a super world competent surfer to show up anywhere be like a, a good surfer gotcha. no matter where you go i mean like for right. the most part all those people started when they were like you know younger than i did right and so um but like you know i didn't have a dad paddling me out when i was two you know like it's just 
I didn't move to the ocean till I was 13, you know, like it's not my, you know, right. so I, have, I have a chip on my shoulder about that sort of stuff. You know, like I learned how to fish on my own. I learned how to do all these things on my own. And um, I, I, I don't know if that's better or worse, but I wouldn't, be, I think because of that, it wouldn't even occur to me that like, Oh, if I don't teach my daughter how to do this, she'll never learn how, I mean, if she wants to, she'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, but I do think there's probably a little bit of both of us are like, ah, God, it would be cool though. If our, if our kids were like super rad at stuff. It, it is. And I think that's, I think that's kind of the, and this is why it's a good place to start for some of these outdoor parenting conversations. Cause I think it's, it's really easy to boil it down to, I like outdoorsy things. It's a healthy thing to enjoy. I'm going to have my kids enjoy it too. Yeah. I tend to take the point of view of kind of like you, I came to it later in life. There's more in the world than this. Yeah, uh, it's a bit of the mountain town you know, mentality too, right? I live mm-hmm. in this mountain town that has like no place to go out to eat, and you know all we do is <laughs> ski and and ride. And like, I'm not saying it's not a healthy place to live, and if it's what you want, then that's great. Uh, I just think that there's it's not everything, and uh, I just uh, this is an interesting topic. Is you know how you raise your kids within the outdoorsy world, I I, I find fascinating. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they just kind of the one last point I make. Then I think we move on to something else. Like, you know, I saw uh, a video Surfline put out a video. Uh, what do you say? Y- Yaden, uh, Ye- it- oh, Yaden Nickel. Yaden Nickel. Oh, what's his son's name? King. That's right. <laughs> Great name. Did you name your, your, your name? If you had a son, would you name him King? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's a no, bold I move. Wouldn't. You got a, you got a lot Ye- to live Yaden up Nickel's to. Yaden like maybe five, six. So. Oh, really? His son is probably, I mean, it's a short king. You know, maybe that maybe he was anticipating the rise of the short king uh internet meme. I, sort of I thing. feel like that's 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 a rough beat. I mean, you better be king. like a badass if your name is King. Like if you're like broken glasses, you know, captain of the chess club in high school, like you're and your name is King. Not like, gonna be know. though, because he already surfs better than I do. And how old do you think that's he is? Like, good it is point. 12? Yeah, he's like 10, 11, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would we found out we were having twins. I, and this is before Marvel became big. I'm like, if they're boys, I'm gonna name them Thor and Tarzan. <laughs> that's what you say when you're eight yeah I know. so these are my sons this is my son Optimus and luke skywalker yeah totally like <laughs> uh so king's kind of in that same but he actually did it but the point is like yeah you, you, what you just said the video the kid is just ripping yeah. you know like so he obviously has been surfing his whole life now i don't know if there's a one-for-one comparison between you know biking in the middle of you know the central utah desert for 30 miles and maybe being a, a really good surfer but and I mean, you know, the thing the, is, the, though, like the, 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 that opens that opens up so many other cans of worms. I mean, like I yeah. definitely wish I'd learned how to surf when I was like five years old, you know. Right. But having said that, most of my friends, like anybody I know who's like a better surfer than me, they're not they're not like correspondingly happier than I am, you know, because of it. <laughs> so like, what is the, who even cares, right? Like, I know plenty of guys who rip it like at a world class level. A lot of them are just kind of miserable people. So like, well, it doesn't and- really. Who cares? You know, it's like, all right, fine. That doesn't really seem to matter that much. There's also the families that do through hikes with like little, yeah. little kids. Yeah. And it's like, that gives you that same response. Of like, oh my God, that's so freaking cool. Shit, we should review that movie about, oh God, the, the, um, the dude that played, uh, is it Viggo Mortensen or whatever? Like he, he, like, oh, Captain, was, uh, yes, Captain Fantastic. Captain yeah. Oh yeah. That's a good I one. I mean, cause kind of, I feel like, I feel like at least you, I mean, cause I don't know, it seems like you're slightly more on the hater scale of this topic yes. than I am, but like, it sort of seems like that's kind of what you're afraid of, right? Like some sort of overbearing, um, dad who's like demands that his kids live in some super aesthetic weird way because that's what he thinks is right. You know, I, I think, I think it, you kind of touched on it. I guess maybe this is the kind of way for, for at least kind of wrap up my view on this is that I actually probably share the values of the parents we're talking about and would yeah. prefer oh, to spend totally. all of my time in the back country 
Yeah. But I also feel like I kind of understand the way the world works and that my role isn't to make my kids. It's not you're my kid. You're going to like what I'm what I like. I hope yeah. you do. That'd be great yeah. if you did. But mostly, you know, when you're turn when you turn 18 and you have the legal ability to say, see you, dad, you know, yeah. like I, I and and potentially could never talk to me again. I at least want to know that you've had more experiences than this than hey it's that's another weekend we're gonna go grind out 30 to 60 miles on our bikes or well, go to the that, beach for they probably 12 hours have to like maybe they you know like in, in the same way that i'm that you and i are like well okay look we like to go camping so hey hey girls you're gonna have to learn how to like to go camping okay that's what does that even sleep but that's like two camp. weekends a summer or something Exa like and that. it's not like a skill you learn yeah and you can if, bring a friend if your whole thing is like look what <laughs> we do is we you know we we pack raft the Yukon every year. So you're going to have to learn how to do this <laughs> by the time you're eight or you're, or you're screwed. I mean, like, right. I don't know. I, I do feel like often because I, you know, I'm an outdoors enthusiast, but I'm not an endurance athlete. So when I, when I come across people that are, and that's like a big part of their life, they're on like a different level than I am in terms of a commitment to, to something. Sure. Like I've never really, yep. you know, I, I guess surfing would be the closest, but even that is like, it's just, a, it's like they're on a different plane of existence than I am often, you know, surfing. And, and I can connect the dots a little easier where it's like, okay, well, you're this, you know, Yated nickel and your, your job is being a surfer and the family's going mm -hmm. to the beach. Cause you're there. The kids start surfing. It's a little more casual. I feel like the kind of, you know, whether, you know, like, and plus you're living in Southern California or wherever Every kid you're living, likes to go Australia, to the beach. you know, you know, like if the yeah. kid's not afraid of the ocean, they're going to want to surf. Like you don't have to push a kid into surf. Every right. kid wants to be in the waves that isn't afraid of it. So like mountain biking's a little more involved and yeah. harder i feel like and mm -hmm. and the, the barrier entry to get to that level where they were with what i observed it's a little higher you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah i don't know i think it's something definitely something to keep, continue to look into um give any other thoughts on endurance parents i mean because that's the other thing too like as i when my first daughter was born i was actively mountain biking racing uh, mountain yeah. bike racing yeah. And she'd come to the races and she'd be on her scoot bike with her helmet. We have pictures of me like, you know, with shaved legs and a freaking spandex kit on and her next to me. And I'm like, this is awesome. Oh, my God. She's going to be she's going to grow up and want to ride bikes and, and race and stuff. No, she doesn't do that. You know, and I eventually well, cooled off of that, too. So um, that's, I think that's good. I mean, I like my 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 sort of, I guess, final thoughts would be like to someone who's either a brand new parent or is thinking about being a parent is that and is super outdoorsy. Yeah. Um, you'd be surprised at how, at least in my experience, how um you care a lot less about that than you think you will, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. Um, you know, I I would have expected that we would have taken our babies backpacking. I would have expected that um like I like my my uh daughter today is is uh went riding horses with her mom and mm -hmm. uh she I bought her these pair of hiking boots over the winter that were like too big for her knowing she'd grow into them today's the first day she's worn them we've had them for like four months you know and it's like it's because we haven't really gone hiking you know right and i would have that that would have i would not have believed that possible you know before i had kids um that i, I would have assumed that i'd freak out and that i'd be like you know demanding it or whatever that that's just that she'd be be like duct taped to me everywhere i went but i guess you know it doesn't have to it, it doesn't have to be like that. Like you don't, you don't necessarily care as much as you think you're going to like, right. at least that's been my experience. You know, like we've talked before about how I have no interest in teaching my daughters how to surf unless I ask, you know, like it's right. just not, it's, you think that's going to be all you want to do and care about, but then you realize they're their own human beings, even if they're only two, you know, and yeah. like yeah. they want to do what you want to do most of the time, but sometimes they don't. And then it doesn't, you, you you'd be surprised. I, I've never once been bummed that, um, 
like we couldn't go camping as much as I wanted to or whatever. Like it just, it just doesn't really matter. All right. Well, we want to wrap it up today with uh, kind of revisiting another episode we did where where Justin reviewed the Bedrock Sandals Mountain Clog. And at the time, I was not able to get a pair and have since gotten a pair. Thank you, uh, Bedrock. You you hooked me up on our pro deal, which was very cool of you. Thank you very much for that. Uh, and now I want to kind of have a follow-up and offer my thoughts. I'll link that episode in the show notes. So if you're listening to this and you haven't heard that, go listen to that episode to hear Justin's scores. I'm going to review what the scores were. But uh, it was a great conversation. Uh, especially when you hear a grown man freaking out over a pair of clogs, which happened quite mm-hmm. a bit, I feel like, mm-hmm. in that episode. You were you were mm-hmm. quite smitten with your I, I, with your bedrock mountain am. clogs. I still am. It's getting warmer though. Are you still wearing them as much? I was wearing them this morning. I'm actually super annoyed because I was out in the out in the backyard. It's been raining up here, and I'm like trying to flatten out a big section of my yard and put up this tent. Yeah. I was out there like digging today and I came in and I realized shit, like now my clogs are just like completely coated in like the, the treads are just completely coated in mud. Now I'm going to have to like <laughs> deal with that later today. But yeah, well, I'm so we evaluated them on a scale one to 10, uh, 10 being the best of looks, fit and performance. So I'm going to run through and just give you my scores and we can have a conversation about it. So we'll, we'll, we'll go by category. So on looks, you scored them a seven. Still feel that way. Okay. Um, I, you know, you were really, you said they looked great. You could wear them out to dinner. Your wife likes them. Um, you're just, uh, excuse me, your neighbor gave you a, you know, what are those shoes? And you were, couldn't quite tell if that was a snarky, what are those shoes? Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. if they was a, mm-hmm. uh, when I got them and you're, you're a size 12. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm a 13. So we're mm-hmm. kind of in the same range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that extra size does make a difference. It I've does. noticed that. That's <laughs> So like that's a good point. That one exercise does make a difference. Thirteen's a whole different world, but it yeah. really is. Mm-hmm. Um they didn't quite they weren't quite as felt as I was hoping. Uh I think I'm not a clog guy to begin with. And I thought maybe these were the clogs that are gonna be like, oh my god, they're gonna look so good. And um, I don't think they look as good as I thought they were going to. So I'm only gonna score them out of three. Your color yours. Uh, I got the leather ones. Leather. Got the like leather you? ones. Okay. Yeah. Three. I, Wow, three. Well, just because it's it already is ding. I think if you know you giving us any clog a seven is probably high. Um, so already I was getting over a five was going to be tough for me anyway. All right, so that's actually relatively speaking, that's not horrible. Not horrible, right? Right. I'm not. I'm not saying I won't wear them. What about like Dansko clogs? You know, you know Dansko clogs. Yeah. Do you like those? No. All right. I don't like clogs. Okay. All right. So three, three seems fair. I will say, and I'm curious. I want to ask you. It looks like. As they wear in, though, and they get a little creased and stuff like that, does mm-hmm. does that you get a little kind of baseball glove effect with uh with them? As, yeah, as oh you yeah, wear in yeah, them? for sure. I mean, I actually haven't noticed any like anything that like permanent like crease wise or anything, but like they're weathered. You know, for yeah. sure they're weathered, which is okay. Looks, always looks dope. Yeah, I, mean, I leave them all right. outside all the time too. They're always outside, so they get they're definitely getting some sun. Okay, now on fit, you went right to a ten, ten out of oh, ten so on your fit. So comfy, yeah, yeah. I and again, this could be that exercise because i have a low volume size 13 foot so it, it may just be my foot more than the shoe i'm, I'm putting at a six hmm. okay the, the strapping was dialed in um i didn't think they're quite as you you said they were cush and i didn't know if that meant like cush. when you said cush, soft, do you re- soft but supportive you know so okay. what are you what are you, where, where are you where are you missing the fit like what's <laughs> going on your feet your toes your little toesies getting no nah, they just they feel a little and it could again it's this maybe this is size they feel a little Volume, volume is vol- what's the word I'm looking for there? Voluminous, the, voluminous. Yeah, like your like your feet are kind of swimming in them. They're not quite swimming, but they're not hmm. quite as uh hmm. as, as, as as I don't know. They're Do not you bad. know how straps work? 
Do you yeah. know how <laughs> I do that the tensioning dial the system works? Yeah, I got, now, bedrocks I, are very particular about how you do my, all that. My my uh, bedrock sandals are the 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 Karen uh, Pro mm -hmm. Two whatever three yeah. D yeah, yeah, like yeah. Eight, the really long title one, which has no Velcro and it's all the little hook and loop thing. Mm -hmm. So I know I'm familiar with how okay. to use their hook and loop system. Um, but again, I look five is average. That's C plus. I'm above average. I, I I still I don't put them on and be. I'm not like get these things off my feet, right? Yeah. But it's fine. It's just okay. like the, the fit's fine. It's all fine, right? right? right. Uh, and on performance. Uh, you went seven and I think you said, yeah, it's, it's going to be your dedicated camp shoe. Um, yes, that's true. And here's where I I'm giving it, I will give them an eight. This is where yeah. I like them because the thing I like the most about them is, uh, the, the before and after activity. I really wish they hadn't cause they're a little chunky. I took my sandals, uh, the sandals with me on the bike packing trip last week. I w wish I had been able to take these. Yeah. Um, it's a going in and out of the garage, you know, yep. or to the trailhead. If you're going mountain biking or whatever it is, you know, typically like I've just thrown flip-flops on or whatever. I love that I can put my socks on and then throw these on. And then now I'm in and out of the house as a, as a performance clog can be, that is not a crock or something stupid. Uh, they're great. And, and that's kind of where, you know, so it kind of comes down to that's a 17 out of 30, which doesn't sound great. Uh, I still say yes, buy them. I think my, my biggest beef is just they just don't look that great. I get a lot of bad looks from my family when I have them on. A lot of bad looks. A lot of like, you're going to wear those. And so they're in that. But which is where, honestly, like my ultras have been. What are they wearing? <laughs> I need to see what they're wearing. <laughs> well, my my one, the, the twin is like, she's a fashionista. She's wearing like. You know, yeah, but she the, wears cool shoes. Okay. So, right. anyway, but, it's a. I, I think part of the problem is my big foot. I, I'm not I holding that the against problem. the. It is, and I, I'm I'm admitting that. I, but I and, I and I like using them a lot. Um, Your feet. Yeah, I do like using my feet. They're great. I think that's it. I think there there's a bigger twelve is like twelve is like the limit of like normal. Twelve is like a big normal foot. Thirteen is like freak yeah. freak show foot. It is. You know, they probably only they they don't even. I have a, they probably stopped caring about the proportions of things when they're making that shoe. They're like, I don't fucking know. Is they're a little, it's a little clown shoey. They're just Cl like, clown oh, these people, these people are mutants anyway. Like they're not, that's <laughs> kind of what you're, you know? So unfortunately I think that's. Yeah. And I look, I'll be honest. I don't have a frame of reference. I'm not a clog guy. I don't have like a, you know, a pair of like Birkenstock, like Boston sitting nearby. I can like throw on to kind of compare against them. I don't like, either. Gonna... I don't either. These are the, well, that's not true. I have some keen clogs that are uh, like wild looking uh, sandals that are so, so amazing. Um, Keens are one of those things where like, I think no matter what size you have, like, especially if you're wearing like Newports and stuff like that, like they just look giant and chunky no matter what. So actually, if you have a big foot, they're not a bad choice because they're yeah, going to look big and stupid anyway. Um that makes sense. But yeah, I mean, they, I will keep them. The best part is they're bedrocks. They're made out of leather. I'll probably have them for 25 years. I'll never own. I'll probably never own another pair of clogs. They'll be the last pair of clogs I buy. I would. I would imagine because <laughs> I don't know do why I feet, would buy another. Do our feet get bigger or change as we get older? There was a there was like kind of a famous thing going around. Not famous, but like a popular thing like a year ago or six months ago. Some baseball yeah. manager was like, "My shoes don't fit anymore." You guys notice that? And like all these old guys were like, "Yeah." And I don't remember if they were saying that they oh, feet have gotten smaller or bigger. I hope it's not bigger. Maybe it's kind of like, like don't your ear matter. lobes and your nose continue to grow too, like throughout your I life? Isn't that I don't thing? know. Like I, I, I've been a twelve for since I was like in sixth grade. You know, like I had like I remember going from twelve to thirteen, and, not, and for a long time wearing twelves, and I probably should have had on thirteens. And I, to exactly your exact point, when I finally eventually realized, oh, I'm a thirteen, and just shoes started to look different, and 
Yeah. I mean, the ultra lone peaks have been my running shoe for the last 10 years. And it's only this most recent iteration that I can wear and not look like an idiot. They've always looked like clown shoes. We're wearing them casually. Like it's like yeah. I'll wear them running, but I'm not going to go to the grocery store in them. Like that's stupid. So, so, so I, I, I want to, I want to, I want to comment on something, which is, which is, uh, well, actually, before I get there, I wanted to update the, on the performance thing, on yeah. the performance scale. Actually, I would, I would say at least eight, if not nine, now that I've had them for a while longer, because oh, you can't really... want me on the performance. Come on. That was the one category. I was, I was ahead of you. <laughs> You're right. I did want, I wanted to get it in there because I, uh, cause I use them as my like work shoes, my like work boots, mm. you know, like, uh, they're, cause they're rugged enough to where if you like drop a shovel on your toe, they're, you're fine. You know? And yeah. like, especially the summer is like la a couple weeks ago, it was pretty hot around here and I was wearing them with no socks and like working in the garden with them. They were great. Um, but like if I'm in the garage, like doing actual tool stuff, yeah. um, this is what I wear. Uh, I don't really wear like boots anymore. Um, and they're fine. And, uh, I, I've, I really appreciate that, that, that they're, co they're like way more comfy than a boot is but they still have their protection where i can i don't have to worry about like or like i carried a bed into my neighbor's house like i helped him move his bed in like you know or and some other heavy stuff and it's like i'll yeah. wear these and it's fine so i didn't expect that and i would not do that with regular sandals so um that's it that's a that's nice that's a high mark again you know i'm in southern california so it's like 90 percent flip-flops but and and i guess like as if i wish i could wear them i wish i'd be more comfortable wearing them out and about a little more often because if you have some socks on, they're just so easy to slip on and You're off. Just not confident. So, so that's what uh, I wanted to bring up. That's what I wanted to bring up. So this actually, this is a good, this is a good uh, uh, sandal to talk about during a like a like a parent episode too. Because oh yeah, because I will say that becoming a dad has totally altered like my idea of what's cool, what's not, and I and it's also I'm kind oh, of no. I'm kind of a contrarian, a little bit of like a troll. So like I would love to be rocking some white New Balance dad shoes. But oh wife, no, no don't do it, man. Do it. I'm not. I mean, I won't because she would get all mad. But like I, I kind of been reveling in the in the like this is like a funny looking shoe kind of thing. Like I just I I kind of love it. I kind of love that. Like I don't give a shit for the most part. I mean, they're quality. I don't have any like crappy bad things. But like, yeah, I can see how you could say that these are kind of funky looking shoes. I get that, but they're also super nice and they work really good. And I love that they look kind of weird. I'm really, I'm dig, I dig that. Wow, man, it's like some chemical change and it never affected me. I, I, I am. I mean, this is the next that the parent conversation is not like a parenting technique, but more of a parent parental fashion because there is, there does clearly there's a a switch that gets flipped in a lot of people where the I don't give a fuck mode kicks in, and it's a comfort over fashion no matter what. But My, it's also kind of fashion because I kind of wanted to be like, look, I don't care. I wore those shoes with no socks and my uh, my uh, Filson um, uh, overalls with no shirt on underneath it to the hardware store the other day. Not a single person. Wait, looking wait, wait. You had on overalls with no shirt? Yes. Like naked yes. on top. Yes. I walked through my town to the hardware store. Does that count as like no shirt, no shoes, no service? Does that Nobody count? Nobody said anything. I didn't even think about it. Nobody's no, it's like a tank top. You can wear a tank top, and that's it. I mean, it's not that that's different. not a tank top, it's close. Those are overalls with built in suspenders. It's close. <laughs> Those are pants with built in suspenders. It's close, but uh, <laughs> and like Which, it just, it just feels next just time. Feels uh, please, so I want to put it up on the uh, the, the podcast Instagram feed. So you gotta, you, next time you're rocking, oh, I'm, the, sure. Uh... <laughs> I'm sure there's photos of that fly, fly, uh, floating around. I mean, that's also Marin County, like you can kind of get away with that, you know. I think. But, uh, 
I guess there's the if, look. You were in the middle of doing something. You went to the the hardware yes. store or whatever it was. Fine, like no problem. I get it. It's the when you have the opportunity because you're going somewhere to dress and yeah, you well, choose the 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 dad look. That bothers me. That the tucked in t shirt to the cargo shorts with the white New Balance. Like no, like no, we, I would not do that. Ba better basics are now a thing. We understand that straight leg jeans and a and a t-shirt is socially acceptable everywhere. You don't have to wear crappy stuff anymore. I would not do that because that's boring. But but wearing funky sandals, where a lot of people are going to go, those are what are those, dude? Like, oh, that's that's the that's right there. I live off that. I just well, that's the difference. Like, I will wear my mountain clogs happily to the trailhead, but I'm, if yeah. I'm going out to dinner with my wife, I'm not putting them on. No. What about just like a pair of like shorts and black socks and those uh, and those bad boys? No, are we? Are you? To, you know are what? You gonna, my wife and I are going to and, dinner tonight, and I'm yeah. going to do that. I'm going to wear that, and I'll see if she even notices. Or uh, but then now, are we? Are you going hipster? Are you going to go like jorts and a mustache with like you know a cool hat? And I'm not like, going to grow you know, a mustache between now and now and six o'clock. <laughs> if you were a real man, you could grow a mustache. <laughs> that was hardcore. Oh my god! Yeah. See, it all comes back to hardcore. Maybe we have to change the name to the hardcore podcast. I think it's kind of like this comes everything to like the parent thing. So you Where don't have that. You don't have that. Like, sort of trying to look like a like a like kind of a. I don't even know what I'm talking about here. Just sort of the dad. The dad not like like I'm a dad. I don't give a fuck. Vibe like that's 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 what I'm talking about. No, because I think I think you're approaching it from a point of confidence. I think most people are just not happy with the station of life that they're in, and they just give up. I mean, they're not thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. is just how they dress now. You know. It's like, oh, that seems like a sensible shoe. It's almost like, have you seen those, uh, the commercials on the, the, the um, you know, te the parent, the teaching people not to be like their parents commercials. Yeah. Oh my God. The progressive, the progressive. Yeah. yeah. The first one is the first one of those yeah. is all time classic. So what you're describing is those people that that's what most people are doing without realizing it. Right. Totally. They're like, oh, it's fine now. I can, I, this is, no, no, that, that, that shoe's kind of cool. This shoe's cool. Right. Like, no, it's not, it's not <laughs> cool. Like you're, so you're wearing it ironically, which is like, okay, that's all right. You know, yeah, but, you're uh, probably right. Yeah, you're probably right. But but fact of the matter, you're aware is, of what you're doing. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I wouldn't do it if my wife didn't give me shit. But right. That, that's it. Go. Like if I wore the mountain clogs with my kid, I would do it knowing like, oh, they're going to hate this. So I'm totally going to wear like really short. Like I don't wear like short Patagonia baggies with like, you know. Socks and, and my and my clogs because it'll make the kids upset. I might, I might have to get a pair of these New Balances for my daughter's birthday party this weekend. Just, just, just to roll them out when my my wife doesn't know about it. Maybe I'll show up late. That'd be pretty hilarious. All right, so back on the mountain clogs. Anything else you want to? Any final thoughts coming back to it? It's been a couple months. So, any other sort of revisited thoughts on the mountain clogs? No, I do wish I had the other colors though. But no, I'm gonna. I I will call you out though. I mean, it's getting warm out. Why aren't you just wearing your bedrock sandals? I mean, let's go. I will. I will. I did. I did. I have been. But you know, it went from like 80 to. 60 degrees again so it went back down it's springtime yeah tell you what though the bedrocks on the on the dude on bedrock the day the first day was... where you wear bedrocks like like i guess it was was it last week that it was super warm here yeah i think it was last week like it was really really hot like, yeah. yeah for may you know mm -hmm. and oh my god first like first okay here we go bedrocks are coming on it was just yeah. like, such a joy such just a dream I had them in uh, my handlebar bag, and it was perfect. They slotted on either side, and then we got to camp, pulled those out. There's a little stream there, threw them on, jumped in the stream, washed off all the like desert sand from the day and everything. They were great. My other buddy had on Chacos. They looked massive. I'm like, nah, dude, you no, got the wrong God, shoes no. on. So chunky. That reminds me. Um, I, I thought of you when I heard this this week. It's a good thing to maybe end on. Uh, have you heard the thing about um, 
Crocs and uh, Idiocracy, the movie. No. What the movie? Yeah. No. So I guess when they um made the movie, they were you know the ward. It was kind of hard for the wardrobe people because they're like, well, it has to be the future, right? But like, it it can't be like rad. The whole point of the future sucks, you know. <laughs> right. So they they knew they needed like kind of weird shoes that like nobody would really like that would look kind of stupid, right? And right, Crocs right. had like just come out. They're like a tiny company. That makes sense. Yeah, and, like late nineties. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh, the, look at these! These are hilarious." Nobody would really, no one would ever buy them. Nobody would ever. So, like, if you go watch it now, everybody's wearing Crocs. Like That's all amazing. the people in New York City are wearing Crocs, and uh, here we are, where it's like a seven billion dollar company now, or whatever it is. Uh, that's they, look. I will happily go out to dinner in my mountain clogs all day long over wearing a pair of stupid looking Crocs. Have you I ever think, owned Crocs? No, or worn or, or even worn them? I think I put them like in a store once just to see what it felt like. I think I. They gotta be really comfortable. I've never oh, had any. Yeah, either. I don't it's have. Like, a, I actually don't have a problem with them. I, I I'd be. I'd wear Crocs if I had some. I don't though. You'd wear them out to dinner. <laughs> I mean, if they were cool, if they were like a cool pattern or something, yeah, I probably would. The best thing I've heard about Crocs is like people saying that they float and things like that. So if you're like, you know, on a river trip or you're like, whatever, you want to, your, your, your paddleboard tips over something, you're like, I get it, right? Fine. But they look stupid. And I just love Absolutely love that, that that was what they chose for Indian yeah, It's that amazing. amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Screw you, Crocs. I don't care how big you are. <laughs> we will never sponsor this podcast. All right, that's it. All right, well, so Bedrock, you've had, you've got enough of our time. <laughs> we got, we got, yeah. We're gonna go and look about with the new products. We can review that next. That's right. But, <laughs> nothing. Yeah, that's. I, they've, there's nothing else they can. They can't do anything else, right? Oh my god, they're gonna make something cool. We're gonna have to talk about it. I don't know. I don't want to see them make shoes. I don't like when Chaco made shoes. It's like, nah, just be who you are, man. It's yeah. fine. Teva made that's shoes. True. They all try to make shoes. Like even mm-hmm. Keen's like known for shoes now. They're not even like the Newport's like almost like an afterthought. It's all about their shoes. I gotta get some Newports. That's yeah, a classic. Kind of like no, that's a funky dad. That shoe. is a dad shoe. That is like the dad. That's like that's the that's a that's a dress up croc is what the Newport is. No Probably. offense, Keen. I still look so dope. <laughs> I'm get some. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. All right, see ya. All right, that's our show for today. Thanks, as always, to my co-host, Justin Hausman. Check out what he has going on by heading to adventure-journal.com or on social media, at Justin Hausman. And remember, there is no E in Hausman. What are your thoughts, philosophies, views on outdoor parenting, especially when it comes to endurance parents? We're going to pick at the Outdoor Parent Scab on the show in the future, and we want to hear what you have to say. Also, have you tried the Bedrock Mountain Clogs yet? How do you score them on the looks, fit, and performance? Send your feedback and scores to myrockfight at gmail.com. One more show coming this Thursday where I break down the season finality of The Climb Season 1 and take a look at the state of reality adventure television, so be sure to come back and check out that episode when it drops Thursday morning. Thanks for listening. I'm Colin True. The Rock Fight is a production of Rock Fight, LLC.